This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud in depth. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. In from beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. God bless you, family. Praise the Lord. My name is Brother Greg. This is Solid Talk, speaking out loud in depth. And tonight, family, I have a very, very, very special guest family. My sister Torrance <laughs> is joining us tonight. I'm just so excited to have her on. This is like my sister, y'all. So um, I'm just enthused about, about this topic. And I don't know if you want to just say hello to everybody. Hi, everybody. I, I can't see the chat, but hi, everybody. Okay. Who's commenting. Pra- Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So um, God is just so wonderful, family. Uh, Torrance and I were having this discussion some time ago, and we were talking about our parents. We were talking about family. We were talking about what the word of God says about parents, right? And we know that there's the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. And one of those Ten Commandments says that we are to honor our mother and father. Yep. Right. In fact, I think it says that it's the the first commandment with promise. Yep. I did a little fact check before, and it looks like it. Right. So 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 it's the it's the first one with promise, right? Now, although this sounds like a, a very simple teaching, right? It just sounds like it should just be straightforward. Mm-hmm. People in our family, different family situations, yeah. different mothers, different fathers, different dynamics, right? And if you see the title of tonight's Solid Talk, it's, it's called When You Can't Choose Them. You know, we can choose our friends, we can choose our family. Oh, my bad. <laughs> we can yeah. choose our friends, but we can't choose our families, yeah. right? So what I want to open up with this question with you, Sister Torrance, is... And this is kind of broad. What does it mean to honor your mother and your father? Well, so I I feel like everyone looks at it. It's kind of easy to just say, just respect your parents. Like, you know, don't talk back to them. Um, don't say anything, you know, that you shouldn't say to someone, you know, that holds that place in your life. And also being obedient. Um but I think honoring your parents is more than that. I think, granted, we're our own people and we walk our own life with the Lord, you know, if you're saved. But I think our whole life honors honors or shames our parents. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, if you grow up and you're out of the house and you become like, this brain surgeon and you know you're saving souls left and right you're doing all this that honors your parents you know they're proud to say this is my son or daughter like I'm, I'm proud of them they bring me and my family honor and on, a, on the flip side if you out here you know wilding you know smoking and drinking and all this that brings shame to your parents um that being said, I think that could also trickle into like your spouse, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I know like some cultures, even still today, they, they pick your spouse um, or arrange marriages, things like that. And the parent usually chooses it, you know, for a bunch of reasons, like maybe um, status, money, family, things of that sort. Um, but here in America, you have the freedom to just marry anybody. So if you're a stand-up person and you marry someone that has a gambling problem, you know, that could bring dishonor to your parents. Or even if your spouse doesn't honor your parents. And what I mean by that is um, I do believe in a covenant marriage, you know, the Lord you know, the Bible says you are supposed to leave your house and cleave, paraphrasing, cleave to your husband, wife. Um, but I still think there should be some sort of respect shown to the family when you're around. I don't think family, like, you know, moms and dads should just dictate your house. That's, you know, no. Yeah. But I, you know, you can't bring your husband or wife around and they're just talking to your mom like anything, you know. Yeah. So I feel like almost every factor of your life can honor your parents um if i hope i'm making sense yeah you know what stood out to me about what you said was whenever i think about honoring parents i think of i think of it in terms of how i relate to them mm -hmm. not necessarily what i do to reflect them right and because we are the offspring of our parents right yep. i didn't i don't even always consider the fact that okay it has more to do well it has as much to do with the way i choose to live and to conduct myself not so much of how i respect them or how i talk to them or right. you know what i say about them and things like that but there's so many other dynamics and yeah. i, I want to really kind of get into why this is such an important topic you know it's like uh, not we don't got to go into detail or anything like that, but I've noticed uh, in our ministry, a lot of the people that a lot of us, we have issues with our parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, oftentimes it's mother issues with our parents. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a pattern. I don't know what it is, but I almost feel like the Lord uses this particular commandment. That is the, the one that comes with promise, right? Yeah. <laughs> this particular commandment, he uses it almost like a, a refinement tool yeah you know and 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 the reason why this is so important is because okay if you got the huxtables as your parents praise the lord you know <laughs> what i mean but if you had if you are some people's uh parents might have been on drugs mm -hmm. some people's parents might not have been there at all yeah. some people's parents might have abused them some people's parents might have um you know manipulated them or they might be money hungry there's there's just a whole multitude of different type of scenarios to where when you just read it mm -hmm. it look kind of simple right when it just say honor your mother and your father but yeah. when you really start to get into real life and you start to get into the fact that hey these are not like my friends yeah well i can just choose my friends we can talk about what we like we can talk about similar interests that we have but rather now i'm dealing with parents that i can't choose yep but yet god wants me to honor them and 
I'm going to say this, then you can jump in. We don't have the luxury because, see, your friends, you can separate from your friends. Yep. You might be dating a, a, a young man or a young woman or something like that. Y'all can separate, yep. go your separate ways. Yep. But your mother and your father, they're going to be with you. Yep. For life until, you know, one of y'all meet the Lord. Um. And so listening to what you said, it kind of makes sense that this commandment is the first one with promise because it is so hard. Mm. And I think the Lord knew that because he knows us. He knows we're in our flesh and he knows how wicked we really are, even if we don't think so. So I think he's like, you know, I know this is what I expect of you. And it's really hard. So this is why this has promise. It's almost like an incentive. Mm -hmm in a way not saying he has to bribe us or anything like that um but if and i say it's hard because to honor to truly honor your parents if you have parents that we see today there's almost like checklists you have to do mm -hmm. so first if they've wronged you in any way you have to truly forgive them wow. even if they don't say sorry you know People say it all the time in the world and in the body, like forgiveness is not for them, it's for you. Mm -hmm. After you truly forgive your parents for whatever they've done or whatever issues they have, you have to then accept them for who they are. You know, if they have a if, if they have an issue, it's just you can't change them. It's wow. very you, even if you could change parents, look, it's very hard because they're like, look, I'm the parent. Yeah. You can't tell me what to do. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. So there's that. And then I think after you do that, it becomes easier to honor them. One, because you've gotten expectations out of the people. You have no expectations of them. You know who they are. This is who they are. And then after that, you love them anyway. So then once you do all that, you're kind of just like, man, you know, my mom may have done all this or my father may have done all this or they may not have done what they were supposed to do. But I'm not going to live a rebellious life because of that. Mm. Or I'm not going to take that trauma and treat other people a certain way because of this. Like, I'm going to be a whole person because the Lord has made me whole. And I'm going to love others, love my parents. And that's just going to be that. You know, right, right. Um, so yeah, that's just my thoughts on it. Yeah, praise the Lord. Yeah, it's one of these things where, and you kind of got ahead of me a little bit because I was going to mm -hmm. ask the question, and I was going to maybe give an example. Mm -hmm. How do I honor my hypothetical my mother if she's a crackhead? Right. How do I honor my dad if he's been in prison my whole life or? How do I honor my dad if he hasn't even been around in my life, right? Mm -hmm. And when when you really begin to think about it, what it tells us is that honor apparently has nothing to do with performance. Yep. It has nothing to do with uh, how well, how great or bad of a parent that person actually is. Yep. God actually instructs us to honor them anyway yep honor them anyway yep what i'm gonna ask this question i don't know if you know the answer but like <laughs> why do you think god asked that of us to the point where he wants us to honor our parents regardless of their actions hmm. yeah yeah 
Yeah, I don't have the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have the answer. Um, but I, I feel like personally, a lot of people say this, like your mom or dad can just hit a nerve. Nobody else can. Wow. And so I <laughs> feel like if you've almost mastered all these steps with your parents, it's easier to handle people in the world, you know, mm-hmm. whether you're dealing with coworkers who are, you know, causing chaos or people in your personal life or whatever the case may be, you're like, you know, I've done all this with my blood, mother or father. I can do this with you. I have no relation to, or maybe you do have some relation to that person, but I feel like it, that's like the test for us to be able to fully go out and, mm-hmm. you know, love people <laughs> and forgive them and, and stuff like that. Um, but also it's kind of like, it's funny because it's easy to honor God. Well, let me say it like this. God doesn't do anything to us for us not to honor him. He's perfect. Yeah. So <laughs> I would say you kind of learn to honor your your earthly parents so that you can honor him. But really, and some of that may be true, but I think it's just like, I don't know, because we are to honor him. Our life is supposed to honor him, you know, our hearts, all of that. But I, I really do think it's more so for how we interact with people. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I was talking to you earlier about people go through things and they think that they moved on and healed, but then they react subconsciously to it. And I say that because, and I'm just speaking about, you know, maybe people in the world, you know, if you ask somebody who did not know their father or wasn't close to their father, how they feel about them and they consciously resolved in their mind, like, you know, I've forgiven him, you know, it's fine. Me and him are cool. We're not that close, but we're fine. But then they go out and then they're wearing uh, they're showing all types of skin, mm-hmm. right? They're subconsciously reacting to their relationship with their father. Because mm-hmm. again, if they're in the world, they don't really have the answer. They they might think that they do. But um, I believe only Christ can can heal you from something like that. Yeah. But I hear, I think I hear Pastor Price say this all the time, like in African countries, if you want to, if you're a female and you want to bring dishonor to your father, you just go outside naked. Wow. So we see that today. Mm-hmm. Women today, they get more and more naked, not picking on nobody, you know. But I'm just saying women are more out there. They say things that maybe women or ladies shouldn't shouldn't be saying and wouldn't have said a couple years ago. And I think it directly reflects their relationship, one, with their earthly father or mother, and then their relationship with the father. Wow. So um, we have plenty of examples today of that. And then we have examples like that. So I think, again, if you're not saved, or even if you are saving, you're just going through deliverance or something like that. You have to like deal with all that subconscious stuff that you are not aware of. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because we're supposed to honor our earthly parents and we're supposed to honor him too. And you, I believe you can be saved and not bring honor to the Lord. Wow. You know, yeah um and i'm listening to you but as you were speaking this this scripture came to mind and it's in proverbs chapter 30 verse 11 Mm -hmm. it says there's a generation that curses their father and does not bless their mother yeah there's a generation that are pure 
in their own eyes and yet is not washed from their filthiness. Mm. There's a generation, oh, how lofty their eyes and their eyelids are lifted up. And the reason why that came to mind is because you were talking about how a lot of society sort of um, reflects that dishonor that we have somewhere along the line there was a disconnect yeah you know to where something went wrong you know i don't there's there's a lot less dads today so that definitely could be it yeah but it's just like somewhere along the line something kind of switched around yeah and there was like this disregard for reverence for your parents disregard for elders disregard for even the church and stuff like that people just don't tend to see it in the same light as folks used to in generations before so it's like that that behavior that you speak about you know it's 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 not comely you know what i'm saying it's not it's not uh something that's honorable you know so that's that's that idea of honoring through our lifestyles Mm -hmm. you know what i mean honoring to say that okay this is this is Cause what it really is saying is this, like, okay, this is what I'm about. This is what I represent. Yeah. Now here's kind of the, the catch is if somebody never had that, Yeah. you know, if I never had my, my mom or my dad to show me the right way, mm. then I'm going to act wrong because I've never even been taught that. Yeah. And this is why it's so important for us to, to get to Christ, mm-hmm. right. So that we can get to the father and he can actually, make us into new creatures right men and 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 women of god um identity comes from the father yep and that identity coming from the father it's like okay um you know this is why we we get our dad's last name this is why when two people get married they're supposed to take the husband's name. name because you represent that family yeah. You represent almost like a corporation. You represent that type of um union and to that to that family, to that union, we can either bring shame or we can bring honor. And we have a responsibility that cuz sometimes we can get saved and we can learn the way and things like that. But we have a responsibility to, uh, even if our parents haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. And this goes to the <laughs> point that you said, like sometimes the parents haven't gotten there yet, might not even be a guarantee that they'll ever get there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But we have to uh, honor them anyhow. <laughs> yep. Anyhow. How do you, how do you honor your parents anyhow? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, I think we all probably still learn that a little bit. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking, I remember we was, um we were speaking about not even just lifestyle and things like that. Just to simplify it, we have to honor them with our words. Mm. And I think sometimes we don't necessarily realize what we're saying. Like we can say something like, yeah, I'm going to my mom's house, you know, for some dinner. I'm going to see my dad, help him cut some grass or something, but, you know, pray for me or something like that. And we say mm-hmm. it jokingly, but I think we have to look at 
how it's perceived from the outside looking in. Wow. Because if, if someone set, sees you talking about your parents like that, they're kind of like, what's wrong with their dad? What's wrong mm. with their mom? <laughs> they must not be, you know, all the way there. Mm-hmm. And we can use the Lord as an example. Like, yes, the Lord is perfect. That is true. But will we, even if he did something, took us through a season where we didn't really like it, are we going to talk to other people like, yeah, I got to pray to God? Like, we're not going to do mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know? So he's like, look, you can honor me. And I take you through all this. Granted, he's perfect. But he's like, you, you can talk about me like this, regardless of what season you go through. You should be able to do the same wow. for them. Yeah. So you driving, you driving up my street now because <laughs> recently I was in the season, you know. Yeah. You probably know most of it. I don't even know if anybody really knows all of it. Mm-hmm. But I was in a season where I had to be in close contact yeah. with my mom. Yeah. And um from a distance, it's easy. It was easy for me to feel like I was honoring her or whatever because I kind of did my thing. She kind of does her thing, and I'll go over there every now and then, you know, cut the grass, say hello, whatever the case may be, every week or two. Mm-hmm. But due to, um, you know, she had a procedure on her foot, and because of that, I had to be in really close quarters with her. Yep. And it was like, okay, now I am, I have been living my life. I've been out of my house uh, for a long time now. And so I'm used to the way I do things. I'm used to uh, having a certain amount of space in my house, a certain way that I want the house to look, to feel and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she is a different person than me. Yep. And because of that, right, it's like, okay, we we begin to clash. We begin to clash. And when you talked about how nobody can grind your gears sometimes, like your parent can grind your gears. Yeah, I relate. <laughs> right. See, and the thing is, she wasn't even grinding my gears on purpose. Right. It was just like, okay, this is just how I'm feeling about what I see going on. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't have it this way. I wouldn't do it that way. Right. I, I I wouldn't eat this. I wouldn't buy these groceries. I, you know, all of these different type of, of things were going on. Mm-hmm. And I wrote this blog. It was called The Final Boss. Mm-hmm. And in that blog, I basically talked about how after about, I don't know, two or three weeks to a month or something of being in that situation. Yeah. I, I was I was feeling like, okay, this has to be the pinnacle of <laughs> of my faith being tested. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just the amount of of uh challenges that I was facing, right? Yeah. Nothing malicious, right? Just differences. Mm. And I realized after a certain point that it wasn't even about her. Yeah. It was about me. Am I going to, you know, I I thought she was my final boss, but in actuality, I was my own final boss. Mm. So am I still going to love my mother regardless of her faults? Right. You know, am I still going to going to do this? Uh, Am I still going to 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 keep her in the place of of uh, reverence or however you want to say it? Right. That she should be. And a challenge came, and maybe I didn't even do a good job of it. Maybe it wasn't really a challenge. <laughs> right. But to the point you made about 
how sometimes we say things and it just kind of it might be passive aggressive <laughs> yeah it might be you know um agitation mm-hmm. and then it makes people ask the question like okay well what's going on with your family or something like that yeah that is a challenge yeah it is and i'm gonna ask you this question how how should we handle that because with the parents a lot of times because of the idea of honor Mm -hmm. right yeah we feel like if i say this or that maybe i'm not honoring my parent right and it's a challenge because if we feel restrained right sometimes it can feel like you're suffering in silence right you know some people might be going through something with their mother or their father and they're saying man I really want to tell somebody about this. I really want to get this off my chest. Mm -hmm. But if I tell somebody this, maybe it's not honorable to my mom or my dad. So how should somebody handle something like that if you found yourself in that situation? So personally, I I feel like it is okay to, to, if you're going through something, to speak to a trusted friend, brother, sister. But I think it's important to only say facts and not say what we feel. Mm-hmm. So we can say in our head, our mom just did something super annoying, right? But we don't have to say that to whoever we're talking to mm-hmm. because it's not a fact. That's just how you feel. The fact is, I was washing some dishes. I was almost done. She put a fork in there (laughs) when she saw I was almost done. Mm. You know, that's up for the other person to draw their own conclusion, but you're not drawing it for them, you know, and that also might make it easier for them to be that unbiased third person Mm. if they don't have any preconceived, you know, they already know that you're frustrated most likely. So they're there to listen. Right. So I think with something like that, we just have to be careful of what we say. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe even how you say it, but per- personally, I think it's if you're frustrated, you're just frustrated, and I think it's okay to talk about something like that to a brother or sister. Yeah, as you're speaking, I'm <laughs> I'm thinking about this this scripture in the Bible mm-hmm. where it was, um, I believe this was the situation of Noah mm-hmm. and Ham, Ham yes. and I'm trying to find it. But basically what happened was one night, okay, it's in Genesis chapter 9, verse 25. One night, Noah got drunk, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And when he got drunk, I guess they were moving him. Mm -hmm. And as they were moving him, let me see if I can find, okay, here we go. So it says in verse 20, I'm in Genesis chapter 9, verse 20, it says, and Noah began to be an husbandman, and he planted a vineyard, and he drank of the wine and was drunken. Wow. <laughs> That's a whole different word for another discussion. Yeah, I was thinking that too. <laughs> I, I don't want to get off topic, but I was just thinking like, man, Noah had a had a function. Yeah. <laughs> he had a, an occupation. Yeah. And then the very thing he was tasked to do. Mm-hmm. He began to get drunk off of it. Yep. Lord, gift you to rap. Lord, gift you to sing. Lord, gift you to preach. 
then you get drunk off of it. Yeah. Wow. Start smelling yourself. Yeah. I'm going to stay on topic. (laughs) (laughs) So then it says that it says, and he was uncovered with his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brethren without. Okay. So it says, uh, so basically, if you go down to verse 25, it says that Noah cursed Ham. It says, and he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants shall be unto his brethren. Right. So I bring that up to say that. In other translations, I think it says that he might have been laughing at his father's nakedness or something like that. Basically, he was kind of like mocking it or talking about it, at least acknowledging it. Right. Yeah. So there's something to be said about seeing our parents nakedness. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. The fact that he saw it, but it was his response to it. Let me go back and read it so I can double check. It wasn't the fact that he saw it, is that he saw it and told his brethren, his right. two brethren without. Right. And so the two brethren, look what they did and in verse 23. And Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon both their shoulders and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. See, they covered the nakedness of their father. Right. And their faces were backward and they saw not their father's nakedness. And then it says, and Noah awoke from his wine and he knew what his younger son had done unto him. And he said, curse be Canaan, the servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren. But what I want to say is Ham might not have even been able to control the fact that he saw his father's nakedness. Right. But what he could control is the response that he had, the yeah. people he told. Yeah. Um, all of these different type of things. And so one thing to be said about honor is all of our parents have some form of nakedness because nobody, you know, we're all we all got issues, right? Right. That scripture to me speaks about how we should go about publicizing or not publicizing our parents issues right Mm. wow yeah the nakedness of noah you know somebody's nakedness might be a drug issue Mm -hmm. the nakedness might be um maybe they just play in church and you know they play in church they go to church every sunday and they get home and then they cussing the whole house out right (laughs) the nakedness might be uh an affair Mm -hmm. the nakedness might be you know somebody just not being there and all of these different things so i guess i'm gonna ask this question i'm asking you all the hard questions (laughs) how does somebody balance not disclosing their parents nakedness but also not suffering in silence well one i guess I guess that's what that's what the Lord is for, <laughs> you know, instead of and again, typically speaking, I'm even about this. I don't think there's anything wrong with seeking godly counsel, but, you know, the Lord is supposed to be the first person we go to, <clears throat> whether we're frustrated or um, praying for our, our family, 
you know, all communication, you know, we, we let out everything else to the Lord, you know, if we're, you know, broken because of something, we ain't got no problem going up to him and, and crying and yelling and all this. Mm -hmm. So what's the difference between us and our parents? Wow. You know, go out and cry out to God. Like I'm trying to help my mom break this drug addiction. I'm trying to help my father break alcoholism. Help me, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe, and I'm saying this because of personal experience, maybe they're, let's say you're the only saint in your family. Mm. Maybe that's your due diligence to try to break some generational curses, you know, and I'm not saying that's the answer to everything, but you know, I've been led to do that mm-hmm. before, you know, my mom and everybody, they have their issues and I, I got issues too, you know, but <clears throat> the Lord, in, instead of me sitting there saying like, why does my mom do that? Like, why, why this or why that? Mm-hmm. He led me to pray for certain things. And when I prayed those things off and he led me to, you know, cry out and everything too. After I did that, I saw the fruit of that the next, the very next day. Wow. So sometimes maybe we're going through that to pray for something or pray off something or Mm. just intercede or whatever, you know, because our families have issues, but everything is a result of sin. So, you know, like the popular Ephesians 6 verses say, like, we don't battle against flesh and blood. Mm -hmm. You know, we... We got to do everything in the spirit. And if you are the only saint, that's kind of a huge responsibility. Wow. But it's not even, I don't want to say like it's a burden. That's a privilege. Like you, you get to be the one that the Lord uses to fix this. Mm-hmm. And you know, some, everybody may not be receptive to it. If you try to minister to certain people or whatever the case may be, but you just make sure you're doing your job. Yeah. You know? Wow. Cause we got to answer the boss man. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say two things like that's amazing that removing selfishness out of the equation and inputting selflessness. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe, like you said, these things are being revealed to me because by the grace of God, I am sent to be the deliverer of my family, the deliverer of, of this bloodline or whatever has has tried to creep in and have dominion over my family Mm -hmm. and we have to be responsible enough and selfless enough not to let that uh weary us so much or frustrate us so much or just get on our nerves so much that (laughs) it's like we be just like you know what i'm done with it yeah you know whatever they can figure it out on their own (laughs) that's not what god called us to do yeah yeah, and 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 you saying that is a blessing because it's like it it keeps things in a proper perspective. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it can feel like suffering. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but you know, one thing that helps suffering is to understand why you're going through it. Yeah. And if we're going through it because for the sake of the kingdom, like okay, this has to be revealed because you can't re- you can't um heal what you don't reveal that's right right so this thing has to be revealed in order for it to be healed so i'm seeing this because god wants me to do something about it yep not sit here and just 
throw a pity party. Yeah, grumble. Grumble, complain, that. murmur, complain. Yeah, <laughs> which he hates. <laughs> right, which he hates. <laughs> Murmuring and complaining. And and it's just amazing um, to look, to think about it that way. The Lord doesn't give me a whole bunch of really direct dreams, but he gave me one dream one time about my mom's side of the family. Mm-hmm. And basically I was fighting these demons in a dream and it was like just me, but somehow I knew that I was fighting for my mom's side of the family. Wow. So the different things that they were um, facing and things like that. Yeah. And sometimes it's easy to just be like in the flesh mm-hmm. and like, okay, I see everything that's going on and it's just annoying me. Why do they have to be like this? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Well, it's because it's a spiritual battle. Yeah. You know, they're they're not free <laughs> yet. And yep. we as deliverers, because listen, we could be on either side of it. Yeah. We could be the, the, the deliverer mm-hmm. or the person that needs to be delivered. Yep. And like you said, it's a <laughs> blessing to be the deliverer yeah it's true we you know the lord called us to endure i don't think he meant sometimes you Mm -hmm. know like you can complain here it's okay but just endure this like no he said endure wow everything um and in a sense i might be going a little bit off topic i kind of feel like that almost prepares us for marriage in a way Mm. like if you're a a woman Mm -hmm. you'll be a wife you know some of those small things can happen in a marriage like maybe you like (laughs) the toilet paper this way when they like it that way it's Mm -hmm. annoying (laughs) but you're like you know i've i've been trained for this (laughs) wow something like that and and vice versa with men too like Mm -hmm. if they've had to forgive their mother or father and go through all these things you know i feel like that helps them love you properly Mm -hmm. wow um because it starts that's where we start first Mm-hmm. at home with our parents you know some some of us um and it's even hard if you don't have your parents because <clears throat> some people may have been adopted or just didn't have one or both parents and they may grow up thinking i don't have any ill feelings because i don't even know them mm-hmm. but sometimes the lord will have will bring to you something that you didn't even know that you had wow um and so you kind of learn in that season too. And you go on in life knowing how to properly love and accept people. Wow. Whether it be your spouse, if he calls you to marriage, your children, coworkers, boss. And I also think honoring your parents helps you to just honor authority, period. Wow. Because there's authority. Now, I'm going to be the first one to put my hands up at, at work or something like that. The boss be like, Mm-hmm. You typically write two sentences at the end of your shift. I want you to do three. I'm like, man, I'll just do two today and do three tomorrow. You know, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it helps us just to honor authority, period. Mm-hmm. And if you have a problem with honoring authority, how can you properly honor God? Wow. You know, because he's the ultimate authority, you know? Yeah. And that's not really... <laughs> You're not really somebody you can negotiate with. <laughs> right. So you kind of just have to learn how to just do and be okay with it. Wow. Not feel, not think, just, okay. All right. 
it reminds me of that scripture where the Lord says, um, anyone who says they love me, but they hate their brother yeah. is a liar. And he basically goes on to say, because how can you love someone you have someone? Seen. How can you love God who you haven't seen, mm -hmm. but you can't love this person that's right in front of you that you that you do see, right. that you have seen. And I believe that's exactly what it is. That reverence of your mother and father is like the first institution of authority. Yeah. Those your parents are usually they're your first authority figures, right? Yeah. And so God is saying honor them anyway. Mm -hmm. If they don't like something that if if it's something that they do that you don't like, honor them anyway. Yeah. And that's that's just what it is. I want to do a few things. I want to read this scripture that I saw um, my brother post in the in the chat, which was talking about the nakedness of um, the nakedness of the father. It was massive action put in here. Leviticus chapter 18, verse seven. Um, and I want to read that really quickly. It says I'm going to read start at verse six. None of you shall approach to any that is near of kin to him to uncover their nakedness. I am the Lord. Mm -hmm. I love how he like reminds. People. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, verse seven says the nakedness of thy father or the nakedness of thy mother shalt thou not uncover. She is thy mother. Thou shalt not uncover her nakedness. Wow. Wow. So it, it, it says a lot. Um, just about the fact that God loves authority. Mm -hmm. If you think about Jesus and that centurion, um, one of those centurions came to him and asked him, I believe, to heal somebody, if I'm not mistaken. And he told Jesus, he said, speak the word only. He said, I'm a man under authority, and I also have workers under me, right? So he knows this particular centurion, he knew what it was like to be under somebody, <clears throat> yet he also knew what it was like <laughs> to be over somebody, yep. which is one of the reasons why, and I haven't experienced this personally, but you can maybe correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people gain more of an appreciation for their parents after they have kids. Oh, yes, that's true. Because now you're set in authority and yeah. now you like, OK, I've been under authority, but now I know yeah. what it's like to be in authority. Yeah. Have you can you say that that's true or not? Absolutely. I got two kids. One is a baby, so she hasn't really tested me yet. But I find myself. It's funny because in the simplest form, you'll just realize like. Dang, I just said that same thing my mom used to say to me wow. when I was like seven or say the same little phrases that they say, like, you uh -huh. know what? Now I understood. Now I understand why she used to say that. Mm -hmm. There's a meme. It's funny, but it, it kind of goes with this. Like, I really used to be 13 and my mom could be at work working 40 hours a week. And all she do is ask me to take the chicken out the freezer. And I can't even do that. And it's funny because as a kid, you're like, man, let me watch my show. Mm -hmm. But as an adult, it's like, I just take the chicken out the freezer. <laughs> so it, yeah. it is definitely humbling when you have your own children and you're just like, 
well, I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry, dad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't know it was like this. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what I was saying. Right. Um, so yeah, you you def it, it's humbling, and you I, you definitely do appreciate your parents more. You understand sacrifices more that you probably didn't even see as a sacrifice before. Mm. Like wow, like my mom went through this, my dad went through this, and I didn't even know that. Like, wow. yeah, that's another thing too is that our parents, especially like not to be all Rachel, but it ain't got to be you know like that but especially yeah. like black parents i'm mm -hmm. just saying they come from struggle yeah and because of their struggle we didn't have to struggle as much yeah some of us yeah like some of us might still be i mean it's it's a different story for different people but my point is that generally speaking mm -hmm. right they faced a lot of adversity yeah and there's no telling what that adversity what type of trauma they might have went through you know they could have been abused as a child like because yeah. back then they hit they'll beat you or whatever <laughs> well, i'm gonna beat you with these headphones yeah. you know what i mean and so they beating somebody with the headphone and we might not know what that's like yeah so it's kind of like we have to be empathetic you yeah. know what i mean and yeah. or sympathetic at least maybe not empathetic but definitely sympathetic so what i want to do you about to say something now i was just gonna say above all we just need to be humble wow like that just keeps us that keeps us grounded you know mm -hmm. going back to what you were saying like i guess when you're at your mom's house like you do it this way but i would do it that way like that's a small sense of like pride i ain't picking on you i do mm -hmm. it too mm -hmm. but we just have to stay humble wow you know yeah i want to get to the comments because there's a lot of comments tonight and um man i almost want to like start from the bottom and go backwards i don't no, even want to yeah this is just such a because this one like i said at the beginning this one of them things it doesn't look like it's really that yeah. important but it's one of them if you ever been through it yeah like if you ever really really have seen um or experienced rather mm -hmm you know, like what it's doing. So I want to greet everybody. I see uh, folks from Army of God have popped in here. Uh, Kimeo TV. Um, yeah, by the grace of God, they invited me on to um, do a, a teaching. So I praise God for them. They have a conference line um, every Saturday just before this one. So I praise God for that opportunity. But yeah, I want to get to some of these comments, man. And um you know uh <laughs> god is just so good god is just so good let me read what sister marcia is saying here way at the beginning she says i learned to honor my parents choices whether they were good or bad and i am resolved with the fact that i was supposed to come through the bloodline to make a difference and not necessarily follow mm -hmm. wow I think she said that before we even got to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she jumped ahead. Yeah. Um, she Smart said woman. that she am resolved with the fact she found contentment. Yeah. That she supposed that she was supposed to come through the bloodline to make a difference mm -hmm. and not necessarily follow. Yep. Wow. She's the peculiar person. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Follow what well, to finish her statement, follow their iniquities. Absolutely. Yeah. Follow their iniquities. Yeah. <laughs> God is just so good. You know what I mean? Let me see some other comments here. 
Sister Marsha goes on to say, my father did not answer the second call on his life, which was fatherhood. He has to stand before God with that choice. That's I true. have to stand before God, forgiving him for not answering that call. Wow. And that says so much because it's like forgiveness. Mm -hmm. It's almost like this is a type of opportunity for self-righteousness that can present itself, right? Yeah. If you let it. Yeah. And God, what God will always say is, I forgave you for everything yep. that you did. Yep. But are you going to forgive your parents, your mom, your dad for not being there? Yeah. He can put all that, he can throw all of our stuff in the sea of forgetfulness. Yeah. So, but like, you got you to gotta do the same. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. Uh, King of Grace says, honor has nothing to do with performance. Absolutely. Honor has nothing to do with performance. It's almost, we talked about this a while ago. It's almost like, like love. Yeah. You know, love is not supposed to be based on whether someone is worthy of love or not. Yeah. So the honor that we give our parents is not based upon their worth. Mm -hmm. we, you know, we can be so performance oriented sometimes that yeah. it's like, okay, they don't deserve my honor. Right. You know, they, and so it's, it's so easy to get caught up in that. Like, what do you think about that? Do you think that, um, how do you think, how can we break the idea of confusing worth with just doing it? Well, I think it's important to remember that Jesus loves us more than anybody ever can. And mm -hmm. we didn't earn that. It was just given to us. Like he loved us in our sin. He called us to him. He loves us in spite of our flesh and all of that. We're technically not worthy of that mm -hmm. you know so we have to remember that when dealing with our parents and things like that you know it's not we just have to love we're, we're, we're supposed to love and if we're supposed to be christ-like that's just that that's what mm. comes with it <laughs> wow yeah that, that's like the ultimate test of being christ-like yeah you know what i mean to be able to to love to be able to honor when our our carnal mind our feelings might say this person isn't quote worthy of it also want to say we also have to i i believe you stay you think about worth a lot when you stay in victimhood wow like you only say they're not they're not worthy of my love if there's a reason that you say that like why do you not think that they're worthy because they didn't do this because they didn't do that because wow. you know it's not it has nothing to do with any of that. You have to, and if we're in Christ, we shouldn't see ourselves as a victim. We're a victor. We're victorious. So regardless of whatever they've done or didn't do, said, didn't say, we're just we're just supposed to love. Because if we think like that, that doesn't make us any better than them. Not saying that we're not better than them. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. But if we're supposed to be Christ-like, we're supposed to be different. Mm. So we can't be different if me and this carnal person are thinking the same way wow are acting the same way or responding to something the same way yeah that's actually amazing um what you said because when we become whole people 
we don't have to hold other people in the prison of our feelings, in the prison yeah. of our hurt, yeah. in the prison of what we think. Because when we don't forgive, so here's what forgiveness really is, right? It's really a debt that you feel somebody owes you. Mm-hmm. And because you like, okay, this person owes me something. So I'm not going to free you of that debt until I get what I feel I deserve. Yeah. And when it comes specifically to the parents, because as the title say, we can't choose them, right? Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes it's natural to want whatever we didn't get Mm -hmm. from the parents. You know, especially like rejection. Rejection always wants to get it from wherever you didn't get it from yeah so it's like okay if you feel rejected by by women or something like that uh and jesus is like hey i love you you're like okay i know you love me but (laughs) But they don't they don't you know what i mean (laughs) and i think with the parents it's like okay we have to come to that place where christ is enough yeah in him i live and move and have my being so now okay i can free my mother i can free my father and you can free yourself. And I can free myself. You don't have to stay. Rejection, all that just keeps you bound. It keeps you in a prison of victimhood, seeking value. It just, it's, it's, it just, it's a lot. You yeah. don't want anything to do with that. You don't want those chains on. You want to be free. You want to set them free. You want to be whole. It feels good to be whole. It doesn't feel good to be like, you, you didn't tell me that you were sorry, so I'm mad. Because that person will never tell you sorry, then Lord forbid they die, then what? Yeah, wow. So just don't even, like, it's not worth it to stay there. Yeah, it's like get whatever you need from the Lord. And that's, that is enough. When you really experience Christ for yourself, like, I mean, really? That's enough. You don't care about anything else. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, he loved me. He died for me. Like, that sorry, even if they tell me sorry, that doesn't have anything. That's you can't compare it to what he did mm-hmm. over two thousand years ago. So I'm okay with that because I have Christ. He's enough. Wow. Yeah, you know what? It reminds me. I think it was David. Forgive me if it's not, but he said, "When my mother and my father forsake me, mm-hmm. when my mother and my father forsake me." You know, what he's saying there is like you just said, Christ is enough. He's enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's enough to 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 make me whole. Yeah. So that I can love and honor the way that God has commanded me to love and honor. Man, that's that's uh Man, God is so good. He is just so good. Yeah. <clears throat> um hallelujah. That sister Danielle says our parents do prepare us for the real world. At least they should. Yeah, that's 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 ideally what they should be doing. You know what I mean? And some parents do praise God, but some parents just don't. You know what I mean? But God says honor them anyway. Yep. Honor them anyway. Um, sister Marsha has a testimony here. She says, my mother brought witchcraft into the family. Mm-hmm. It created a lot of confusion and it was truly a destiny blocker opening up many doors wow. that I had to shut through the power of Jesus Christ. Wow. I honor her by forgiving her. Wow. wow. That's profound. Yeah. She said, I honor her by forgiving her. 
and that 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 um see see we talked a lot about the fault of our parents and things like that but mm -hmm. then there's some cases where it feels like the parent is the enemy mm. maybe they're being used by the enemy yeah wow and then it's like okay it become this thing like okay lord i gotta love them mm -hmm. they my mother they my father but then they dealing in witchcraft yeah they working against me and my destiny yeah and it's like all of these different things that people have to balance yeah that now see that's an example of it being hard to honor your parents because mm -hmm. now it's more than just them being annoying or being loud or whatever that is spiritual and that has brought things into your bloodline, you wow. know, making it harder for whatever is supposed to be, you know, for you and your, your family. But the good thing is like, God is greater. Yeah, he is greater. Absolutely. <clears throat> Sister Yvette has a comment. She says, wow, that's a real thing to contemplate the subconscious connection to dishonoring your earthly father. Yeah. Um, I personally believe that we can't properly honor God, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, without honoring our parents. I because agree. God asked us to honor our parents. So it's like, what is it called? A circular reference. I don't even know if that's the right term, but it's <laughs> like a part of honoring God is honoring the parents. Yeah. So technically you can't even do it. It's like a pre <laughs> right. prerequisite, right? Yeah. And so Yvette says, we all have parents, whether we have children or not. So we get to honor our walk with submission to our heavenly father, unfolding our true identity, the powerful parallel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's like you got to be able to relate. King of Grace says, we choose who we are despite of parental follies, I think. <laughs> glory to god maybe it's phobos maybe that's a word i don't know yeah help me out sister danielle says love them and forgive them absolutely sister yeah uh yeah uh, uh, here's another point marcia says our heavenly father chooses the parents and the children yep you're absolutely right she on point marcia yeah you on point <laughs> yeah he chooses them <laughs> yeah you know, all things work to the good of them who love God. Yeah. Who are the, the called according to his purposes. Yep. So he he gave you that situation for a reason. Yep. Nothing gets past his death without right. him approving it. And it's like that blind dude where he was born <clears throat> blind from birth. And they were like, who sinned? And who sinned? Was it this guy or somebody right. he knew in his family or something? And and uh, Jesus basically said, nobody's saying it was just glory for the glory of God. Of God. Yep. And sometimes we go through things simply for the glory of God. He yep. had to endure blindness for 40 years for the glory of God. Yep. Wow. When you think about that, it kind of makes it easier for you to just get through it. Because it's like, this didn't happen to me. Like, like she said, the Lord gave me these parents, the Lord gave me these kids, so I I can do this because I have him, you know. Well, mm -hmm. that's what I think. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, this is this is just so amazing. 
King of Grace says, I'm the co-worker with the almighty to break bands off of my family. I'm honored to be the one I had to grow up the way I did to be prepared for the job. Wow. Man, it's it's a, it's a privilege to be to be in this um position. Mm-hmm. And we have to live a poured out life. Yeah. Uh we got to live a poured out life. Wow. Um I meant to speak uh to God bless you brother Jace for coming on. Um God is just so good. God bless you brother. Uh Here's a is this a question? Oh, if God is giving people time to repent, who am I to jump in and delay repentance with my fiery darts? This this is the other thing about being selfless, right? Whatever Mm -hmm. was going on in that season I had recently, Mm -hmm. at some point I realized that, okay, well, it it was even, somebody even spoke it to me. They were saying, um, you have a responsibility in this. Mm -hmm. In order for in my case, my mom to really receive the love of Christ. Mm -hmm. How can fully, how can she do that? If I'm supposed to be an ambassador for Christ, but I can't show her this selfless Mm -hmm. love that Christ would show her. Yeah. You just said something. (laughs) I, I had to take self and ego out of all of it. Yeah. You know, and it's challenging. It definitely <laughs> is. It's 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 something else, man. It is truly something else. But God is good. He can give us grace to do it. Here's a um question. I'm gonna let you take it because it looked like a hard question. <laughs> Moni E says, What if your parents have malicious motives towards you that cause you to suffer unnecessarily? I don't think anybody down here suffers unnecessarily. I think everything. When you really think about it, like everything we endure down here is for preparation. Like the Lord is continually preparing us for something, whether it's just so that you make it, you know, you get through these things. So whenever you get up out of here, you just like, look, I went through everything. I'm clean. I'm, you know, did everything for me. Let me in. <laughs> yeah. Um, But going back to that, you know, what if they're doing things with malicious intent, you just have to remember that it's not them. You know, it's spiritual. They're just a vessel for whatever spirit is using them to come at you. Mm. You know, battle that with prayer. Battle it with fasting. Battle it with whatever. And also while you're battling that, like plant seeds. You know, if you live with your parents, like (laughs) Sister Stephanie used to tell me this all the time. Um, like blast your worship music because they don't like that. Oh wow! <laughs> you know, like <laughs> if it's something like this, play it out loud. You know, make them uncomfortable. Not necessarily the vessel, but you know, while you're getting through it and you're you are suffering, like why should you be the only one uncomfortable? Mm. You need it. That spirit needs to go. Wow. You know, so just remember that it's a spiritual thing. I know it's easy to look at it, you know, in the flesh sometimes because it's the person that's doing it, but you just gotta remember everything spiritual. Wow. First before it's physical. Yeah. And I think the 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 thing about it, we love God with all our mind, heart, soul, and strength. Mm-hmm. And we love him ab- above everybody else. So it's like 
I just kind of think what David said, like, even if my mother or father forsake me. Right. You know what I mean? Um, he he just had it resolved in himself that, okay, God over everything. Yep. And God over everything freed him. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't seem to have any resentment toward his mother or father. Right. I mean, I can't find it. Maybe. I don't know. But, right. But, you know, it was just like it became it became scenery. Mm-hmm. It, 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 sure it happened sure it exists but it became scenery and that's why i think that you know it gives you that promise of long life yeah because wow it is a challenge it is something that we've been called to do and it does allow us to be able to live free mm-hmm because if you're holding on to resentment, if you're holding on to guilt, you know, scientifically, they say that stress causes you to like uh, get sick, yeah, lose, you know, gain weight, lose weight. Yeah. You know, stress has a physical effect. Yep. But that's really because of, well, that's in addition to the spiritual effect that it has as well. Yeah. You know, so, so that's one reason why I give you long life just off of the, the sheer spiritual and physical principles yep since you're speaking on long life um there's examples of what happens to you when you don't honor your parents Mm. so um we see that we see that with uh ham or really canaan you know he was a servant Mm. he was made did i say ham my bad go ahead no you didn't i'm just going back to that yeah um noah made canaan a servant uh, because of him mm. um so that's that's a punishment but also you see david's son i believe absalom he's the one who raped tamar wow um that was a dishonor to his father and he died yeah. <laughs> you know his his half brother i believe his half brother killed him mm. um i might have got the names wrong but even the other son who were openly rebelled against david he lost his life Mm -hmm. and even though david didn't want that it is a direct result of rebellion and dishonoring your family so it could be a literal thing like okay you did you did that you're rebelling you're dying Mm -hmm. or it could be a life like uh canaan where you're just a servant or like you say just a life of stress yeah and just torment in in all of those things Mm. so there's even though it's hard to honor your parents there's a huge blessing in it so i'm gonna take that i don't want to be like them like like (laughs) canaan and all of them Mm -hmm. i want to be free and happy and stress-free and then it's like you only get them for a season right yeah you know it's like you only have but an opportunity to have them here with you for better worse or otherwise and then if you if you, God forbid, lose them or whatever, then it's kind of like, okay, I wish I had have done this differently. Right. I wish I had not have responded that way. And there comes regret. And that's just more torment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we want to <laughs> do things God's way so we can kind of just yeah. not have to, to deal with that. Exactly. Um, God is just so good. Let me see something. Sister Yvette says, absolutely, my son made the call when he had his first child apologizing wow. for what he put me through. Wow. As he should. No, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> man, because you just see it differently. Now, imagine yeah. that you're God Almighty <laughs> and then you got people like your children mm -hmm. just legitimately just doing anything. <laughs> right. You know, just man, man. Ooh. Oh, man. Kim Grace says growing up in abuse made me empathetic toward my abusive parent. The pain she must have felt to expose me to such. Mm -hmm. I have two sons and I can't imagine. Wow. wow. And that's why it's so important to 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 be that that chain breaker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be that chain breaker. Moni says, I find it easy to honor your parents when they mean well for us, but it's more difficult when they don't mean well for us, etc. Yeah, that that intent makes a difference. Mm -hmm. But even still, it's like, man. <laughs> Gotta do it. Gotta do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's see. Just some really good conversation going in, on in here tonight. Kimeo TV says, and grandparents whom our parents depend on while they worked to watch us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There, there's a lot of sacrifice that we really didn't don't always see. Yeah. <clears throat> Here's another question by Moni. Let me read it. What if you forgive, but your parents don't really care about what they've done? What if your parent caused you trauma and wounds without caring about what they've done? So I think forgiveness, like you said, is for you. And basically, <coughs> we free them. You know what I mean? Uh, forgiveness is not contingent upon how somebody reacts to the forgiveness right it's just like okay i free you yeah yeah so i mean i think that that it would be ideal right it'd be wonderful it'd be lovely yeah <laughs> if everybody we forgave was just like you know what i thought about it and i was wrong <laughs> but unfortunately just... it doesn't always play out that way yeah and 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 so we have to um well, you know, I just thought of a good a good point mm -hmm. based off of something that Sister Sharon said. Mm -hmm. um, it's a video she made probably like a year, two, three years ago. She was like, you know, you really forgave somebody if, let's say you're the only house on earth, right? And that person who wronged you came to you and the land is desolate, right? And they came and knocked on your door for a glass of water. Like, would you give it to them? Wow. And so I think we can think of it like that with our parents. Like, yeah, I forgave them. I'm free. Hurrah. But what about, I think of this like, would I take my mom in when she's old? Mm. You know, instead of putting them in a home or whatever the case may be. Like, would I 100% jump to do that? Or would I be like, nah, sis, this is yours. <laughs> I'll take my shift when, when she burned her bridge with you. You know, mm. I think that's a point like if you can think of that and say yes i will take my mom or my father or whoever like i think that you have truly forgiven them and that is so important mm -hmm. when it comes to honoring wow. your parents man that 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 is so amazing and i'm just it takes so much because as you was giving that analogy <laughs> about the water i'm thinking about 
you know anybody who was an enemy before yeah. and i just it's almost like a like a tempting fantasy yeah. like oh you want some water right. <laughs> how much yeah. one eight ounces 16 right. what, you, what you gonna do you gonna you know uh, you can't crawl him back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of over the water like oh, just, you want some of this huh <laughs> tastes good it's cold too <laughs> yeah um but man, it, it, it's like, um, what if your parent caused you trauma and wounds? <laughs> like we said earlier, we have to just go to Christ and really kind of get whatever we didn't get. We have to get get it from Christ. One of the scriptures says that he has everything we need pertaining to godliness. Yep. You know, I'm going to put you on to my song that I've been loving mm -hmm. for the past like month <laughs> called Touch the Hymn oh, wow. by William McDowell. And just listen to the lyrics. I think it's, it's one of them songs that just ministers to you, especially if you're going through something. And um, one of the lyrics, I believe, is um, he has everything you need if you'd only touch the hem of his garment. Wow. So <clears throat> just like you just reach, just reach for Jesus mm. and he'll restore everything that was taken from you, everything you need. And then some. It's really up to us, really, how much we get from him. You know, wow. and I don't mean like blessings, but I mean like how much we allow him to to fill us up. Mm. You know, how much work we allow him to do. Wow. Yeah, man. He said, "Behold, I stand at the door and knock." You know, it's it's he he wants to do that. Yeah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Yes, yes, yes. Here's a um comment by Sister T. She says, this is really good. I'm just jumping on, just jumping on. But in order for us to be forgiven or given grace, we must do the same in return to others regardless. Absolutely. Yeah. Praise the Lord, sister. That's that's a wonderful, some wonderful insight. You know, we gotta keep the right perspective. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> if we lose, we gotta think about what God did for us. That's yeah. really the only way you can kind of stay grounded. Yeah. Like you said earlier, staying humble. Yep. Can't always look at man. Like, mm -hmm. gotta stay heavenly minded. Yeah, and I want to say this while it's on my mind. Like sometimes our parents, we want we want love from them, but mm -hmm. we can't. You can't dis dispense love if love is not poured into you. Right. So if they didn't get it from their parents, or if they don't, they haven't cultivated a relationship with the Lord. Yeah. Sometimes they're trying to to pour. Mm -hmm. They even are pouring. But nothing's coming out because it's empty. Wow. And it's like, okay, they don't even realize that, like, okay, yeah, I'm pouring, but, you know, I am doing the best that I can, and this is all I can really do. Yeah. You well, know? you about to make me call my mama. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Praise no, the Lord. That's, that's true, though. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's another thing mm -hmm. with being a cycle breaker. You know, if you your mom didn't give you love, or dad, I keep saying mom. I'm not picking on moms, I promise. But like moms or dads, if they didn't give you love, but you know Christ, like you can fix that mm -hmm. before you have kids. Or even if you already have kids, like he can correct that so that you don't do the same, you know, the same thing. So it's good to have Christ, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's an amazing All thing. perks. Yeah, King of Grace says, I never stop showering my mother and father with my love, and it's hard for them to accept. Because of guilt, 
My parents suffering guilt hurts more than my childhood. I just want peace. Wow. And see, that's what I mean when I say that this topic goes deeper than we might think on the surface. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes there's that barrier there where when, see, when love is foreign to somebody, it is hard for them to receive it. Yeah. Because it's, 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 it's like, a, you know, if your body has a foreign agent, mm-hmm. your body is going to reject it. Yeah. It's going to bring all those white blood cells in and they're going to gang up together and destroy it and take it out your body. Send it to your lymph nodes or whatever they do. Right. And so in the same manner, um, a lot of times people who haven't experienced love, their natural inclina- in- inclination is to reject it. Yeah. You know, it's like even in relationships and stuff, you know, yeah, I, you know, I might hit some <laughs> girls sometime like, like, yeah, I had to break up with him. What happened? Like, oh, nice. He's just too nice. Yeah. He's too loving, too nice. He texts he, me every morning. Yeah. Yeah. They're they not used to that. Yeah. You know, anyway, another solid talk for another day. <laughs> yeah. So God is just so good, family. I'm going to kind of skip to the end and forgive me if I didn't get to every comment. Um but uh you know it's just uh yeah here's a good point by king of grace what about personal safety and health mm-hmm. i can honor my mom from afar if one hasn't changed are we not foolish by putting ourselves in their presence absolutely i want to really carve out that comment because i feel like it's, it's worth noting that yeah you can love from a distance yeah absolutely <laughs> you know what i mean yeah you can honor from a distance. Sometimes it got to be that way. Yeah. Sure. <clears throat> um, uh, I don't even know about this. Brittany C says, any thoughts and theories on Bobby Brown and two of his children dying from drug overdose? Does this say anything about his parenting role as a father? Well, y'all know I keep my tinfoil <laughs> hat on. So I think it says more about um, right. the industry that he he thrives in yeah you same. know yeah he recently appeared on red table talk yeah. yeah yeah i don't know that's i mean now let me say i can't say that i don't really know mm-hmm. you know what i mean but that's just first thing that comes to mind first thing that comes to mind yeah um yeah money money e says that's a good point one of my parents never received love so that could be the reason why they never showed love i have a better perspective now yeah i know what you mean sister it can um it can be one of them other things uh generational curses also man well sister we just kind of really hammered this point out um about the fact that you can't choose them yep you choose your friends you choose your um outfit you can choose <laughs> right. your job to a certain degree right <laughs> you can choose what school you want to go to but when it comes to our parents you know um we can't choose them nope. but we're commanded this one of the ten commandments yep we're commanded to honor them it's true and then with that comes the promise of long life yeah so did so that's I mean I feel like we didn't we didn't really kind of did it but did you want to say anything else um 
as we close out? No, I think I think this was a very fruitful conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fruitful the first time we tried to have it, so I'm glad that we kind of mm-hmm. wrapped it up here. But I, <clears throat> I think everybody can learn from this. I'm learning from it wow. as we do this. <laughs> yeah. So I think <clears throat> I think this was a good message. I I, I like the conversation. Yeah, praise the Lord. Well, sister, I thank you for coming on. (laughs) Um, And I thank everyone for joining us tonight. You know, I'm just so happy that my sister came on here with me. (laughs) And I just praise God for her. She was, we had some technical difficulties in the beginning. And I know, because it makes me a little bit nervous when I have technical (laughs) difficulties. So since this like only your first or second time on here, like, you know, I'm just imagining. But I just thank you for for hopping on. You're always welcome to come. And provide insight and stuff like that. It was fun. Yeah. 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 Praise the Lord. Well, listen, family, that's all we have in tonight's Solid Talk. We pray that you've been blessed by it, uh, been edified by it. You know, honor that mother and father, regardless of how difficult it is. That's what God has commanded us to do. That's all we have in this Solid Talk family. You all take care and be be blessed. blessed. (laughs) (laughs) Praise the Lord. This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud in depth. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. In front beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. I keep it solid. I'm dropping knowledge, wisdom, understanding, just like you done went to college. Devil know we working, his goal is to try to stop it. Helmet of salvation and shield of faith that'll block it. Controversial topics, just to keep it honest. Truth hit hard, just like it's a blunt object. Culture living godless, I can't even call it. We in the last days, Babylon is falling. Don't kill the messenger, I can't mess with ya Points got a plethora, this life will keep on testing ya Let's walk and get the best of ya I'm trying to tell you bruh, only a the Shelby say we trying to get the rest Speaking of ya Speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check In from beginning, gotta tell us what's next True believers, they can come and connect Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect Spiritual wickedness in high places Trying to cause division with the people and the races Jesus gave commission, say go out to all the nations So we streaming live on television and the stations No, we taking off like asteroids up in the spaces The cross was Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, we trading places The lost must understand that we cannot be void of graces So we preach it to a generation that is faithless Understand his greatness, ancient of the ages Written on my heart, the red letters of the pages the blood of jesus covers all my sin and it erases i pleaded and believe it so it covers all my bases speaking out loud in depth cancel culture can't keep me in check in from beginning gotta tell us what's next true believers they can come and connect call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect try and keep my sanity amongst calamity social media nothing more than narcissistic vanity pc culture on a mission and they try to cancel me but i know jesus going to keep me covered like a canopy blood give me amnesty no i can't handle me not where i want to be but best believe i plan to be 
flesh wrestle against the spirit main event and slamboree so i need them every day to daily weekly annually iron sharp as iron so i'm strengthened by my brethren we may not meet down here but guaranteed the link in heaven the born again and righteous are the ones he's gonna let in let's keep the faith and be amongst the saints when they step in